It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello from wherever you're listening. This is Tuesday, the 29th of June and belting down rain here in Sydney. I have to say we are really feeling the lockdown blues here. This is Annette Beecher kicking off and I'm back with my Aussie mate, Aussie trading mate. Hi, it's Cara. I'm back. She, <laughs> and are. I agree, it's pretty grim out there today. But though the market, though, looked grim this morning. It, it sure did. did. Managed to recover, f- finishing nearly flat on the day. Pretty incredible. It certainly was a, a good effort. I was on from 11 till 12, and it was just sinking like a stone, and it's just crawled back. Although, uh, speaking with uh, Marcus Droger from Shore and Partners, he said it seems a bit unconvincing and on low volume. Um, so, I don't think we can run away with uh, any successes here. Some, of course, are saying end of financial year. Yeah, bit of position changing. Uh, we had Margaret Yang on the trade this afternoon from Daily FX and she said there's still a bull flag when it comes to the technicals. So it's still pointing to the upside. So, so as you said, maybe a bit of, maybe a bit of repositioning ahead of end, end of financial year. Well, so as of course, every day here we have the close from 4pm and it, that is brought to you by Markets. So getting to a couple of interesting people we spoke to today, I have to say my favourite, maybe a family favourite I should say, is uh, Ju O'Malley, MD and CEO at Collins, because their output today was really boosted by Aussie KFC. There you go. And as a mother of teenagers, uh, we're a big, big supporter in this family, <laughs> I, I have to say. And uh, of course, the, he's got operations all over the world. Uh, Taco Bell in Australia, because I've seen it in the US. I've not seen it here in Australia. No, I haven't. And we have to give a shout out to one of our producers, Sarah, who only tried KFC for the first time recently. And she is in her 20s. So I thought that was quite unusual for an Australian person not to have delved into KFC. But we'll, we'll get the verdict from her soon. Oh, that's <laughs> a that's a little scary because yeah, well, I just grew up with KFC. And of course, back then it was Kentucky Fried Chicken. And, uh, and then, of course, all the nutritionists said we can't eat fried food. So we turned it around and called it <laughs> KFC. And, uh, and shut up, take my money apparently is a great strategy there. So have a listen to Drew's outlook there uh, in terms of the Collins company. Uh, and of course, you had a chat to Claude Walker. He's one of our fan favourites. What did he have to talk about today? Yeah, a, a fan favourite when it comes to small caps. And I, I asked him, is this the right time to look at small caps? And of course, 
he said yes because we're looking at you know equity markets on record highs but they are the risky ones and so he did have some caveats to bring with him with some of the stock picks that he did have but he had three buyers in his in his portfolio three ones that I actually hadn't heard of before one of them was Right Crowd the CEO had built that company up from scratch and was still involved in the business but as I said he was only buying small when it comes to those but he still said they can be ones that turn ugly into swans so definitely have a check out on that one. Oh, that's uh, that's sort of a, a buy, 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 I believe. That would be from Claude Walker in the close. Interesting, June Beilu, another fan favourite. She's basically saying that uh, Endeavour, of course, that spin-off from Woolworths, she's saying Endeavour has a great longer-term outlook, but Woolies is probably looking a little toppy and short of those shelves being cleared of toilet paper she seemed to be of the view that the uh, the peak COVID demand may be over there so take a listen to that as well and Scuddy's view today Cara I he's, know. Un- he's unfriended the Aussie dollar what do you think well, of that? Well I'm not sure he was its friend to start with I, I think I was the bullish one when it comes <laughs> to the local unit uh, yeah, interesting to read his view, of course. You know, look, a lot of the big banks still calling the Australian dollar towards the 80 cent mark towards the end of the year. And if you've got CBA calling their rate hikes end of 2022, then there's no surprise. But of course, we have seen a bit of a, a downturn for the local unit, given what we've heard from the Fed. And I think why a lot of the traders out there have turned slightly negative on the cross is that when you look at the technicals, there's not much on the downside. So if it breaks level, when FX moves, it moves quickly. It does. And you need to be ready for that move uh, and pick your levels. I was going to say pick a tight stop there. Exactly, or <laughs> a tight stop. But as you said, it's not good if you're looking to go on holiday. But who's going on holiday yeah, anyway? Who's, who's <laughs> going on holiday? And one thing, Scuddy literally finished the view with one line that I would like to emphasize because that's something uh, we sat through in the in the February reporting season time after time companies with US dollar exposure were losing money for no reason because they weren't ready for a stronger Aussie dollar so let's see if those same companies might benefit from a softer Aussie dollar should that be the case going forward but either way we're a little surprised that even the bigger companies just do not have a hedging strategy in place. Yeah, but it also affects, you know, equity markets. So if you've got a portfolio of US stocks, you've got FX exposure. It's something the equity traders need to take into account as well. So it's always, it should always be in the back of your mind. It should always, we should bring, I know you talk on the trade all the time. I should maybe bring some people in my macro space as well, because it just seems like hedging is just one of those, oh, that's just for the, the smart money or the sophisticates. But in fact, it should be for anybody with any sort of currency exposure. Yeah, it can affect your portfolio significantly, especially if you're trading products that are all in US dollars. Even the commodities, and you're trading them, you know, the, the golds, the oils, they're all priced in US dollars. You've got exposure. Yeah, no, nah, it's not a good way to run a strategy. Let's switch to the call today. And of course, Koshi sits here on his own on the big desk, you know, talking to his favourite people. And today was Katmandu. Now, we were chatting about Katmandu. Is, there's a perception that it's expensive, but both of uh, our guests, Nathan Samasudram from Deep Data Analytics and Gary Glover from Novus Capital, run the ruler over Kathmandu. Take a listen. There's still quite a reliance on the store sales uh, to come through. So 
uh, a lockdown here for a month across Australia is not going to be good for them. Um, so will impact earnings slightly there. But look, I, I like the business there. I just don't think the multiples um, cheap here at the moment. So mm. probably a business to have a look at. Maybe if it comes down a little lower here, maybe there's maybe there could be some value down the track here. But not not super cheap here at the moment. But um, okay. it is expected to grow as soon as next year. I think overall it's pretty good, but you know um, it is in a tough play at the moment, uh, and it's much more relying on the store play out and you know outdoor um, holidaying type things. And getting locked down around this period is really bad for them. So yeah. I wouldn't be chasing this stock right now. But again, as with all retail, it's a cyclical stock. So um, they're priced for too much, and I'd expect that that's going to come off. And yeah. when it does come off, I'll start looking at it. Um, because it's a good brand and um, I, I think there is always going to be an approach on the M&A cycle, it is one you want to keep your eye on. And as you've just heard, it's not going into the portfolio. And Nathan made the observation that, you know, he wouldn't be chasing it, but maybe it could be on someone's acquisition list. So something to keep an eye on for that. Well, we had a huge day. We said we just rattled off some of our key interviews. What are you looking forward to tomorrow? Carl Kapalinga on the trade. One of our favourites, of course. He'll probably do an educational piece, probably a few stock picks in there. It's always great to get new ideas, new ideas when it comes to your trading and, and how you look at the charts. So he's definitely at the top of my list for tomorrow. Yeah, I know you like to have him on the trade, but he's also part of my time as well because I always say, oh, but what about this and what about that? And he goes, I don't care what you say, it's the charts talking. It's the charts. It's hands-off charts, buy low, sell high charting, which is just brilliant. Although the macro in me gets us like, yeah, but what about the <laughs> Fed? And he goes, I don't care about you the gotta Fed. You've got to ignore the noise. Yeah, ignore the noise. So in my world, in macro world, we will be talking to Prashant Unaha, TD Securities, and Stephen Kukulis to pretty differing views on the RBA. Prash still thinks maybe not a hike until well into next year, whereas I think uh, my friend Steve Kukulis is getting a little impatient with the RBA, thinks time to get these rates off the floor. So that'll be a nice debate going on there in uh, in the 11 o'clock. And another fan favourite, we have Luke Winchester talking this after, uh, sorry, tomorrow afternoon. He always has three great ideas in his space. So looks like I'm not walking the dog this afternoon. It's just going to be a cup of tea for me because it's belting down here in Sydney. So we'll have to stay safe, everybody. We'll do it all again. And Cara and I will also be doing the COB (laughs) again tomorrow. Stay tuned. Yeah, have a great evening. 